Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina, and it's certainly an honor and a privilege and our duty as people and men and women of God to set you on the course, to bring words of encouragement to you. You know, the Bible says, let every one of your words be grace to those that hear them. Let it be encouraging. Let it be lifting up. You know, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22 and 23 in the Amplified, strip yourself of your former nature and because renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. So we got to understand that. 2 Corinthians 10 and 5, we demolish arguments and every pretension that set itself against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Now think about that just a moment. We bring all our thoughts into the obedience of Christ. Well, let's go back to a, a, a real, real powerful scripture that I think is going to help us in Romans 5 and 19. And it says this, By the disobedience of one man, the many are made sinners. But by the obedience of one man, the many are made sinners righteous. So the obedience of one man, we got to bring ourselves into the, our mindset, into the our thoughts in, to the obedience of who he is, who he's about, what he's about. So I want to talk to you today in regards to guarding your mind. When the Bible says set your mind on things above in Colossians 3 and 2, it means that we must continuously choose 24 hours a day to keep our minds on positive things of God. The Apostle Paul provides a great list of which we can evaluate our thoughts. He said in Philippians 4 and 8 in the Amplified, he said, whatever things is pure, let this be the thoughts you evaluate. Whatever things is pure, whatever thing is lovely, whatever thing are lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious, if there be any worthy of praise, think and weigh and take account of these things. So we see here that he said, if, if you want the thoughts that's going through your mind, they ought to be number one pure, they ought to be lovely, they ought to be lovable, they ought to be kind, they ought to be gracious, and they ought to be loving. So we got to understand that they ought to be about uplifting and encouraging one another. So how do you assert that the source of your thought? Easy. If it's discouraging, destructive thoughts, it brings fear, it brings worry, it brings doubt, and it brings unbelief. But if your thoughts make you feel weak, insecure, inadequate, I can guarantee you that thought is not from God. Now, I want you to listen to this again. If it's discouraging, destructive thought, if it brings fear, if it brings worry, if it brings doubt or unbelief, if that thought makes you feel weak, insecure, or inadequate, then it, I guarantee you that thought's not from God. It's from the enemy. And it can come from you, from the way you grew up, from the things you dealt with as a child, or people told you you're never going to mount anything, you're never going to be prosperous, or, or you made some bad choice in your life and married the wrong person and you wish you hadn't have made that person and now you beat yourself up and there's people that are overweight and they have insecurities and self-esteem issues and they don't deal with them and, and because of that it keeps them from being, feeling comfortable around certain people and it makes them feel inadequate so they try to be the life of the party so they'll fit in. See, at, people that are confident about themselves can step into a room and they take the control of the room not because of what they're saying but the way they carry themselves into the room. When when Jesus walked into the city, he brought an air with him, not a arrogance. He brought a presence in with him that let them know that he was who he said he was. You need to get rid of it immediately. Any thought that brings you, makes you weak, brings you to fear, brings you to doubt, brings you to unbelief, makes you insecure, inadequate, you need to get rid of them thoughts immediately. If you dwell on the enemy's lies, the negative takes root. It creates an enemy stronghold in your mind from which attack can be launched. Now I want you I want to say this, I want you to get this good. 
If you dwell on negative thoughts, if you dwell on the enemy's lies over and over and over, the negative things takes root and it becomes a stronghold. It creates an enemy stronghold in your mind for which the attacks can be launched. You must make a quality choice to keep your mind focused on the good things of God and to experience His best for your life. We must be especially on guard during times of adversity, in times of personal challenges, when trouble strikes, often the first thoughts that come to mind are not positive thoughts. Negative thoughts and fear barn buds us from every possible angle. Right there, we must choose to trust God and know that He has great things in store for us. I will stay focused and full of hope, knowing that God is fighting my battles for me. See, you got to understand something. If I'm going to guard my mind, then I got to guard what I watch comes through my eye gate. I got to guard what I hear comes through my ear gate. I got to I got to guard what I think. I got to guard what what comes through the five senses: the touch, taste, smell, hear, and feel, and and, and all those senses. I got to guard those senses because we have a sixth sense called faith. Then that's the that's the thing that we guard. If a thought goes through your mind and it's not a positive thought, if it's not a God thought, then you know that's a negative thought. That's a thought that you needed to get, you need to destroy, to, to remove out of your capacity, to move out of your mind immediately, because if you, if you don't talk to that thought, that thought's going to talk to you. So you've got to talk to those thoughts. You know, the Bible says in the book of Revelation that the mind is the actual uh, seat of Satan. It also says in 1 Corinthians 2 and 16 that you and I have the mind of Christ. But Romans 12 and 2 is where the turning point takes place because it said, Be ye not conformed to this world, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So the renewing of your mind means at some point in time you had a perfect mind, but when Adam fell in the garden you lost your mind, and now you have it because if you have a, if you renew a magazine subscription, that means you've already had the magazine one time. So if you're renewing the uh, mind, that means you had a perfect mind at one time, and now as you begin to trust in the Lord and walk with the Lord, your mind is being renewed day after day after day after day, and you're seeing yourself, and you're guarding what you allow in. That's the beauty of grace.